All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Time now for Coming In Hot. With Brent Wallace and former Ottawa Senators Bobby Ryan and Jason York. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. Uh, we have our new opening. Finally. Well, good job, Wally. You put that yeah. together? Uh, no, uh, but uh, <laughs> I did. I did have to use the money we were going to pay you this month. Okay. There's a lot of people that. The younger generation of fan that's not familiar with me, they're like, "Was York like a goon or something?" Like, this guy's guy funny. That was a good uppercut, though. Hey, I like that. All the other videos black and white, so that was all black. Like. Yeah, I love that. I'm scoring on an empty net. Yeah, <laughs> like Bob's See, got an empty netter, and I'm throwing I had bombs. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> more like anyway more like more like i'm throwing pillows eh, bob kind of like kind of like <laughs> how a... you describe the potential of tonight's game <laughs> it's just a back and forth pillow fight tonight <laughs> <laughs> uh, no you take the two points no you take the two points hello <laughs> uh, whoever, com- whoever comes out of this game on the bright side gets one step closer to macklin celebrini <laughs> oh, uh no, start the show <laughs> Brent Wallace let's alongside go. Jason York and Bobby Ryan, uh, who apparently the, everybody's fired up today. So let's get right to it. Even Jacques is fired up. He is seeing a lack of commitment and determination from this hockey team, and he wants to put an end to it. Gentlemen, uh, do we what, do we dare do we dare call it a lack of respect? I love no, that. That's, that's Michelle Terry. I know Michelle Terrian, but I love saying it. <laughs> hey, did you guys see? This? I'm going off track. That. Colby Armstrong, I think he tweeted something the other day. It was about Terry. And no, it was it was Whitney. Whit tweeted something yeah. about, about Terry, and it was just, oh my God. We need so, Michelle Terry back in the game. He's just a classic. So so Michelle, that night was the I think the first game he took over at Pittsburgh. And that was his post-game comments on the first night he coached the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, <laughs> just dropped did, the you bomb imagine, first night. did you imagine your coach going? <laughs> I think it's our we're trying to be the worst defensive team in hockey. Like <laughs> he just tough. lit his team up. It was fantastic. Oh, so hey, Jacques uh, almost Jacques almost there. I he is. Uh, I really like Michelle Terry. And he so uh, I forget which year it is, but he's coaching Pittsburgh, and they're about to face the Flyers. And I'm covering this series, and uh, they John Stevens is the coach of the Flyers. To be off topic, like Yorkie says, um, and I did a story. My stand up was. Something about uh, John Stevens is two and one against Michelle Terry in lifetime in the playoffs or whatever. So the next day I'm sitting in the stands, it's a morning skate and Michelle Terry skates off right past me. And he goes, I'm sorry. I said, uh, John Stevens, the flyers were two and two and oh against uh, 
against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And he skates off and goes, I'm two and one. And I'm like, what? Like Michelle Terry and I haven't talked a lot over the years. He's like, I'm two and one. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, you said I lost to, Mich- to uh, John Stevens. I'm like, you did. He goes, I beat him one time in the AHL. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh-huh. so, nice. so fast forward, uh, end of the series, Pittsburgh wins the series. And I happen to be at, uh, we're in Philadelphia at uh, McCormick and Schmick's, I think is the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he comes in with the coaching staff and I, uh, I was going to send a drink over, but I found out he doesn't drink alcohol. So we just, uh, we talked at the end and as he's leaving, I went, Hey, you're two and two now. Uh, so that was the last chance that I had to chat with uh, Michelle Terrian, but he's, I really like him. He's just a, he's fun. He's a lot of fun. I've heard that. No. He just doesn't yeah. seem it when you see him. <laughs> I'm like, no, what a very vague face. When I look at you, I don't have fun. <laughs> more, very, more fun. Very fiery. More, more fun yeah. than that story, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wow. I haven't been gone for a while. Come on. Just there another vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yorkie's all, he's all relaxed now. He was on the beach for a couple of days. <laughs> just get the warm up. Come on, bring it. Let's go. Let's all get right. some heat. We got to get, we got to do something. Mix it up here. People are getting pissed off. Bring some friction uh, here. It, well, they have reason to be pissed off. Um, and I've got a couple of notes to explain why they should be pissed off. Also, though, uh, we'll get to tonight's lineup and we'll see Travis Hamannick out for the first time this season. Uh, let's take care of some business, shall we? Uh, this show brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, uh, the chosen forever Charm Diamond Centers. Um, they have 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brand. Super knowledgeable. Not sure what to get. Go see the staff at Charm Diamond Centers. They will help you find the perfect gift. Get custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece program and an unbeatable pricing policy. Listen, Valentine's Day is quickly approaching. It's less than a month now. Uh, Or for really any special occasion, Charm Diamond Centers is the crown jewel of beautiful pieces of jewelry, including a large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing. For more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.com. And as always, our show is brought to you by our friends at BEI, Bonisher Excavating, heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. They are helping to shape it in Ottawa Valley. When planning your next project, consider them for all of your aggregate supply needs, including equipment rentals, custom crushing and screening, hot mix pavements. They move stuff. You can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or give them a shout at 613-432-1120. Join the team. You get part of the free Hockey Friday. And as always, slow down at construction zones. Oh, and here we go. Battle Axe <laughs> or Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. Looking for a fun night out? Then check out Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. Great for the family, great for couples and corporate groups. Kids 12 and up can throw accompanied by a guardian. Looking for the ultimate birthday party, team building event, or just having a fantastic date night with your significant other? Then it's time to visit Battle Axe Throwing, located at 2615 Lancaster Road. It's safe, it's fun, it requires no practice. Just come to a battleground axe throwing facility and the coaches will show you the ropes and show you how to hit the target safely. Book now at battlegrounds.com. Good job, Yorkie. You nailed it. Um, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You. So after the 7-4 dismantling by the... uh, Colorado Avalanche. Jacques, not very happy, obviously, says his group needs more commitment and determination from the players. Can this group figure it out as they near the midway point of the season? I'm a little concerned, gentlemen. Um, I was shocked that they put Sogard in. I get it now that Colorado was playing backup goaltender and all that stuff. I get it, but I still, I don't know. I still, I think I would have put Corpus Allo in goal. Bob, were you surprised at the decision to play Sogard? Once he came out with the statistics that really backed him up, I, I had a little more understanding of it. Um, mm. Corpus Allo's numbers have just been terrible, but guess what? They've been terrible against everybody. So that's just it. <laughs> um, that my concern is I, you, you brought a kid up that's been on a heater and been playing very, very well, obviously, uh, in the minors and threw him right to the Wolves, to the to arguably the mm. best offensive team in the league. I don't know if they're statistically number one, but they're up there. Vancouver uh, is, is, is number one, at least in yeah, the high yeah. school team. Right. Okay. So you're, but you're throwing a team, you're throwing this kid to the wolves and he gets potted for seven. Like, that's not fair. It's, it's not fair. And watching the goal, I mean, he gets backdoored. Like, Kale <laughs> McCarr walks down and just backdoors somebody. Like, 
help your guy out. You have a rookie goaltender in the net. I don't know if he's technically a rookie. Sorry. No, um, he's played 30. Remember last year he had a yeah. long stretch, but yeah, he's played 30 so, games or whatever it is. You're putting a still a young, inexperienced goalie against them. Yep. Help him out. Defend from the middle of the ice. The guys are all over the place. Um, and I know we're going to talk about Ridley. That was his guy, McCarr, walking down on that exchange at the top. Mm-hmm. But just I, – I always remember when we had a backup goalie in that, or especially – with the litany of goalies that we had through my last couple of years there, we were like, this guy's got no experience. Let's tighten things up. And you do, you just get to the front of the net quicker. They did none of that to support the poor kid. Um, so I'm not, I'm not surprised given the numbers, but I was surprised given the, the opponent. Um, so a little bit of yes and a no, I kind of yeah. a torn answer, but I wouldn't have played him. I wouldn't have done it to the poor kid. I'd give him tonight or I would give him, you know, the back to back on the weekend just doesn't make sense to me. You're not, that's like, that's like saying, Hey, we're not going to win. So it doesn't really matter who we throw in the net. We kind of good luck, kid. (laughs) You know, you know know what they're, it's basically saying that what, how Jacques feels about Corpus We think this little of you, we can't even trust you that we're going to play this kid against Colorado because this is how bad we think you've been. And it is easier to do because the current regime didn't sign Corpus yeah. So you can make that move and everybody after the game, you know, people would be surprised what goes on in a coach's room after a game, the bombs that are being thrown at guys like it is, yeah. it's, it's nasty. And I'll tell you, it's, it's Corpus Al, You can't, you can't paint it any other. You look at the analytics, you look at the eye test, every single stat say he's been one of the worst goalies in the league. It, it, it is what okay. it is. And he's on a five-year deal. Like, Hold on a sec. Cam Talbot is in a Vesna Trophy consideration mode right now. Yeah, but did he just but, suddenly become a Vesna Trophy candidate over a season? Like at some point, we have to look perhaps outside the crease. I agree. Man, L- I, LA is stingy with the way they play. They're no, stingy. They don't. You know. I agree. Like I think it's in front of you. So, like I can't. I, I don't know what Corpusello is because we don't know how we can play in front of a team that can play defense. But here's like, the so, thing. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. When Everybody knew Talbot wasn't going to be here long term. Corpusalo signed to a five year deal. Like, so it's not okay, but anybody can be traded. Uh, He's that that contract's almost untradeable. And listen, I'm not like at the time, I didn't mind the move, but every it's the five year term. Like, it's it's so tough to to deal a goaltender with that thing. And I, I do agree. This team, when they give up chances, they are doozies. Like, they, like it's not a shot from the outside, or they're they're, they're great A's. So it's, um, it's but but again, question for again, you, Yorkie. What's that question? If you're Corpusalo, <laughs> coach comes in and goes, "Hey, we're gonna play the rookie against the Colorado Avalanche." It's part of him going, "Thank fuck!" Like, <laughs> like, thank God, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not he's... gonna get backdoored seven times. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> my stat, his stats went up. <laughs> <laughs> by oh, sitting God. on the bench and you know what it remember last year when 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 ottawa had all those goaltenders a revolving door of goaltenders and mm. sometimes a young guy comes into a situation like that and strikes lightning in a bottle so you get you kind of got that maybe we'll bring the kid in maybe he'll stand on his head because we know corpus Salo is not going to do it so let's let's so i wasn't surprised i wasn't surprised one bit i was actually 100 99 sure they're going to go with Sogar. Well, you didn't say anything to us about it. So I'm going to go back to, if you remember the fourth goal that Colorado scored, which I think is Miles Wood, and he walks around oh, Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacques, so uh, Bobby, I'm going to center this at you, just being the forward at the moment. Um, I think we've got to, we've just got to need a better effort from some people, said Jacques Martin. We need more, de- we've got to need more determination. Like, look at the fourth goal. I mean, it's a lack of determination and a lack of commitment. Does that sit well in the room? <sighs> yes and no. More no, because these guys know where they're at. And I, I know they think they're trying hard, but the proof is in the video. And and you're not. I mean, Tarasenko was flat-footed on the play, wasn't he? So it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those ones where you're like, you're just trying to deflect to the outside to buy time there. Um, and he's ultimately not going to catch Woods there. But I understand the the, the thought process. They're... they're there is a lack of attention to detail. And that was what we all thought. We said it ourselves. We thought the attention to detail defensively was going to get better. And I think it's actually gone the other way. I think these guys are, are so defeated that they're like, somebody else is going to do their job and, and, and hope, mm-hmm. hope the next guy in line steps up. And that's just not the case right now. 
for uh, for anybody. I, I saw he moved Tarasenko, and that might be the message because of that goal. He, he called that goal out in particular, so he moves Tarasenko down, and it's like, what are you doing? That's your only trade piece, and if he wants to leave, <laughs> like you're going to put him with Chartier and Kelly? What What are you doing? But (laughs) hold on a second. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko has played in that third line a lot of the season. And the only difference is. I know, but now you're getting a month out from. Yeah, but now you're a month out from training uh, trade. And like, what if somebody sure. comes to them and says, like, Tarasenko hasn't been bad. He was our hot performer last week or the other day. Yeah. Like, yeah. He he's can't, putting up numbers. He can't. He can't wait to get out of here. I'm t- like anybody. People are saying, "Oh, we got to trade him. We need. We need the veteran." Do you know, like anybody that follows the stock market, his stock is like one of the worst perform. Like it's. He's not even going to make close to five million dollars next year, the way the stats are right now. And it's and it's and I'm not saying that it's because of how that he's played bad or anything. It's just because last year he scored 18. This year he's trending to probably score around the same. And guys that score under 20 goals don't make five million dollars. And the only way he's going to get paid is if he gets traded and goes to a playoff team. So anybody that thinks that he wouldn't waive his no trade clause and he's happy here, of course he's going to say all the right things in the media and say, and be a good, because that's what you do. He's been in the league long enough. He understands that he gets it, but that he'll be traded. I'll, I'll be so shocked. Yorkie, he, I'll, I'll be shocked if he stays. I tend to agree with you. The only thing is uh, when we had Frank Cervelli on, on Thursday, when you uh, missed the show or no, I guess Tuesday yeah, I heard he, I said, he's show. on the, he's, I heard what he said. Yeah. Right. Like, there is though, the understanding around that organization that he's been very good for this team mm-hmm. and is very well liked. Does that mean he's not going somewhere? No, I just that's I don't know if that's going to happen based on the rumors that are coming around through the organization. Does I'll tell you sense? one thing: the 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 senators, you know this, Wally, and they do business now way differently when they used to be. Like before, you knew when something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Pierre would tell somebody, and it would get out, and he'd get leaked. These guys are airtight now; they're airtight. And why would you tell somebody that we want to trade like right now? Yeah, we want Tarasenko's available. Tarasenko's available. No, you 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 want to you want to perceive a position of strength that you're really happy with this player. You don't really want to trade this player. It's smart. It's smart business. And then as you get closer to the deadline, you make teams come with a with it with a better offer. That's to me, that's just being smart. But I just see if you look at this team, how they're built, they are so easy to play against. Mm-hmm. I, I can't find more than three guys that are tough to play against consistently on a night in a night out basis. I'm a firm believer in this. The harder your forwards work and back pressure and play the right way, it makes it so much easier for your D. You look at teams that generally have good defensemen. They, they It's almost 99% of the time their forwards work their ass off and they back pressure and they finish hits and they're smart defensively. What part of the reason the Sens D looks so bad is because that that first level that the other team has to get through all the time is yeah. not very hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why the D look even worse because you have a group of forwards that just don't play hard. Yeah. And I, I shouldn't say they don't play hard. They don't play because I, I never think guys purposely don't play hard. It's just the way this team is built. You've got like a Kubalik, you've got a Tarasenko, you've got all kinds of guys that are point guys. Mm-hmm. And you can't, we said, how many guys on this team play like a Miles Wood? Like just yeah. hard as nails. Like those, those types Two? of guys, yeah. Three. those types of guys and older, like look on the Sens roster right now. Name me an older player that plays hard and is hard to play against. An What's older old mean? Uh, just like a guy, a guy that's kind of in his prime, maybe like around th- like late, 20s, but they don't have many. So Jacob Chikrin, but he's, I'm talking forwards. Or, I'm talking just forwards. Uh, you don't have one. Exactly. Not at that age. And you look at the good teams. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Claude Giroux. Well, yeah, well, I was, Claude, I was going to say G, but he's even older than yeah. prime. So, but he's still Claude, <laughs> but, but, good. Claude, <laughs> best player on the team. Yeah. 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 But Claude, yeah. Claude, Claude beats you with his brains. He beats you with his smarts. Like when Claude's on the ice with all due, I love how Claude Giroux plays. He's been their best player. If I'm a defenseman on the ice, I'm not worried about Claude punishing me 
hurting me doing things like that. Not, not that I know the game's changed, but look at Vegas, for example. You got a carrier, you got a William Carlson, you got all these guys that just play the right way. So why would you, in a roundabout way, why would you be wanting to bring back Tarasenko, who does none of those things? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. And it's not that he's a bad player. He just, anyways, that's my two cents in a long version. I get it. No, no, I get it. Um, that leads us to playing, I guess, guys who are playing are hard to play against. Um, Ridley Gregg, who's garnered plenty of attention. So uh, we're going to kick this off with uh, our DoorDash hot performer. I'm going to give it away because we're, we're going to talk about Ridley Gregg. Um, this show always proudly delivered by DoorDash. Get everything you need. Yes, even at the last minute. Movie theater popcorn even. Just open the DoorDash app and enjoy the perfect movie night on your couch. Choose what you want from where you want. With Double Dash on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees so everyone can get what they want and need. For a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. That's 25% off, $10 value, zero delivery fees in your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code NATION25. All uppercase letters offered valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. All right, so Ridley Gregg, as we completely told you, uh, just in his last three games, right? Three points, he had the two-goal night. Uh, he looked. I thought he looked very good against Colorado. Uh, he's plus four in the three games. He now leads the team plus 14. Uh, we've seen, obviously, his ice time increase because of him playing in that number one spot. And they've given up 16 goals in the last three games, and he's been on the ice for two of them, um, I, which I find is – I don't know. Maybe he's playing the Bobby Ryan game where he gets off really quick on the line change, uh, and therefore you don't get you gotta, the dash. You got to do it. You got to <laughs> protect But he looks really good. Like He looks really good, so – I guess the question is, gentlemen, where is he going to fit? Like Jacques said, he thinks Josh Norris could be back sometime this weekend. He's not; he didn't skate, I don't think, today or yesterday. Um, so I wouldn't think Saturday, maybe Sunday. If he comes back and Shane Pinto comes back, where's Ridley Gregg going to fit in? Yeah, it's an interesting question. If if you're going to roll what Stutzla, Norris, um, Gregg, and then Pinto comes into the fold. I really don't think you want your fourth line center to be a Ridley Gregg. I know he's earned the ice time here. Um, So I wouldn't mess with anything right now. I like the way he plays. I, I know that Jacques had mentioned in his uh, Jacques, excuse me, um, had mentioned in his interview that it's a, it's a hard league to play in and there's some mistakes being made, but those are the, those are the mistakes you live with because it's not a lack of effort from Ridley Gregg. It's a lack of understanding at times, like the, the, the Mikhail where Mikhail, Oh my goodness. Where McCarr, excuse me, walks down um, uninterrupted on a simple exchange. Those you live with, those are teaching moments. They're not lack of focus. They're not lack of discipline. They're just teaching moments. And he's giving you offense right now at a better clip than Norris might be. And without power play time, like to me, he's, he's sitting in the two spot getting his top six minutes and not moving until something drastic happens. He's got to get outplayed to lose that. I know you, they always say you're not going to lose your spot to injury, but that's not the case right now. And this team doesn't have the luxury of just slotting somebody back in because they deserve to be, or they were drafted or they're paid 8 million. Ridley Gregg's earning that moment and he's earning the ice time. I'm not taking it away from him because of mistakes that are learning mistakes from a kid that's 21 years old, right? There's a difference between that and multiple turnovers at the blue line or things like that. He's committing none of those. He's just playing hard and making simple mistakes that can, that can be cleaned up. I'm not, I'm not moving him. He's my second line center. Yeah, no. He, and, and, and he punishes other team's defensemen from time to time. Like, right. Right. He's hard. He's hard on guys. He gets in. Yeah. He does. He does a lot of good things. Look at where Ottawa is right now. Like it's, it's a great time to, to learn on, to keep learning on the job to keep putting him in situations. Let's see how much more we can do with him. Like test him, push him, put him in those situations. I, I still maintain that the Josh Norris is going to end up on the wing. If, if he stays and if they keep him, I, yeah. there's I some it. kind of, there's some kind of, I just don't know what else they do. Cause I think Pinto is going to be so valuable once he gets going as being a really smart two-way centerman and he's a right shot. So you have to have Pinto. Pinto's not moving off the center. I don't think Stutzla's moving off center as well. And why would you move Ridley Gregg off? Because he's 
like he's just he gives you a little bit of both. Like I said, he gives you offense, he gives you defense, and he's and he's got some nasty. So I just keep looking back to Josh Norris. I'm like, where does he fit down the middle in this pit pitcher? And I'm like, probably better on the wing. Like that's mm-hmm. that's why I keep going back to that. I just unless Pinto comes back and doesn't play well, but I just I don't see that happening. I, I just think he's I think Pinto is the real deal. I think Greg's gonna continue to get better. And Timmy's your franchise player, so like it, it is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he finds his way over there. I think he finds his way over to this to the wing too. He's got a really good, he's got a really good knack for getting lost in the offensive zone, right? And that and that's what you're paying him for. Let's not make him be the guy that's um, navigating entries and things like that. Put him on the wing, get him into the one timer spot, let him work that flank five on five, cut pop into the slot. Like he's a puck possession guy. But he's not the guy that drives puck possession, and and I think he can be very very valuable if you put him in a spot to have one timers with a Bob, Tim Bob, how, feeding him. How how difficult is it to move off center and go to the wing? I think it's I think it's I think the adjustment is in the defensive zone, right? But when you're north of the red line, nothing changes. You're playing the way it's supposed to be, and you're still going to be f one at times, right? You're still going to be F3 at times, and it's about reading situations. Where I've always seen set, like Ryan Getzloff's the best example. Arguably saw the ice better than anybody I've ever played with. Maybe Carl Spez up there to a degree. Mm-hmm. Getzy was probably better than both of them at seeing the ice. He could not play wing to save his life because the puck would come around the wall, and he would just get it and throw it and have no clue <laughs> where the puck was going. He's and he, and he, was, he was so honest about it that the rest of the game is easy. The only real transition, and it's a lot easier defensively to just stay in the top quadrant and let somebody come into your spot. Make the yeah, reads are yeah. easier. Getting the puck along the wall and getting north is hard. It's 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 and it's you got to take ten thousand reps, right? Like you 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 don't take those reps. You take low and slow, get the puck bump back to you or chip into space to you. So when you're getting the puck around the wall and there's a guy coming down on you, you're like, this isn't something I've seen before, and it feels a lot different, but. He could absolutely handle it. He's a big enough body. He's got enough skill to be able to do it. It's just going to take time. Um, mm-hmm. But you can live with that. You can live with, right? You just bring numbers into the area. Well, just look at your, look at, people say, well, you got you need guys that can score on the wing. You, how do you replace goals? If you're not going to, Kubalik was brought here to score. Tarasenko was brought here to score. Who's a better goal scorer? That's Norris. Right. It's not even close between those two guys. It's not even close. Yep. Absolutely. So the one thing I've always been told, it's easier to go from center to the wing than it is to go from wing to the center. Obviously, for I think it's mostly due to hockey IQ, as I've always been told. There was mm-hmm. a time, Yorkie, I can't remember if it was around your, I think you were probably gone. But they had, I think Ottawa at one point dressed like seven centers, at least six centers. And yeah. they were just being moved to the wing, like Chris Kelly and uh, yeah. Zach Smith. And there was just a bunch of guys and they were just moving them around because of injury or whatever. So. I don't think it's that big a deal for Josh Norris to play the wing based on now he could figure it out quickly. Yeah. He'd, he'd be fine. So here's, I'm not going to this same. I probably shouldn't even ask this question. Is Josh Norris playing himself out of this lineup when you have Ridley Greg playing the way he is? Uh, Yes. Yeah, he is. And I know he's hurt right now. uh, And I don't want to pile on a guy that's injured, but yeah, he's, he's the most expendable forward to me. Wow! Just think of how where we've come to say that a thirty-five goal scorer. Yeah, yep. I I I think you trade Tarasenko, you try and trade Kubalik, you then you look at your group of forwards, and I and I and I, and I think there's room for him. And and I love the chemistry. When I think back to when Josh Norris plays his best hockey, he's got great chemistry. Well, he used to have it with Kachuk, but he's been in and out of the lineup. But he, him and Batherson play extremely well together. Yeah, especially around the net. Go back to some of those goals. I know a lot of them are on the power play. Those no look crease passes. They just seem to know where each other are on the ice. The problem with this team right now, guys, is we're evaluating a team that has completely lost lost its mojo. They got no yeah. confidence. They got yeah. no belief in themselves. Um, they're like a kid that lost their dog, and they just they. To me, it's like they're waiting now for something to happen. Who's going to get moved? Who's going? Yes. And it's like it's it's like it's like you're not doing it on purpose, but subconsciously, they're waiting for a big shoe to drop. And well, we'll it's it's very hard to it's very hard to analyze a defeated team, 
with no, so with no right. It's so defeated and they're so, they almost look, look lethargic at times out there. Um, and they're waiting every game and st- they're waiting to react as opposed to putting the other team on their heels every single game. And I've been part of that in Ottawa. It's man, it's tough. It's so tough. Um, so, and it's, and it's, you know what it is? It's easy to pile on if you're somebody on Twitter saying this and that oh. about a player. But if you're looking, <laughs> if you're looking at it through a lens of we're trying to analyze a team that is broken, it's so easy to pick on guys. Like you could, you could go through the lineup and say something about everybody right now. The pro, the project that the staff has to do is not fall trapped to that. Understand yes. that when all of these players are at their best, what are we looking at and how do we get them there? And that's the problem. It's well said. Well, it, it, that's, that's the thing. The worst thing you could do right now is have an overreaction and, 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 and trade a guy like a Stutzler or be down on a guy because he's having a bad half of a year. Like, you just no, but Yorkie, there's something fundamentally wrong with the way this team plays, regardless of whether or not they play defense or not. It just seems, and we've said this in the past, this yeah. is a soft group to play. Against. Yes, soft. So, so that's why I really like Ridley Gregg, completely different player than Josh Norris, to be yeah. perhaps the 200 foot second line center, I, and Shane Pinto as that third line guy. But, but we can't. I, I just have a tr- like. How do we judge moving on from like a Josh Norris who's a like a 35 goal scorer? Like at the beginning of the year, we're talking about him being the number one center possibly and how he's going to lead this team in a way. Like so look, well, I, there's an point. interesting I, I think there's a there's got to be something happen other than them just sending so if if Pinto and Norris uh, if Pinto and Norris return, um Gavin, can you just put the lines back up for a sec, please? Uh you'll see Charche and McEwen be sent down is my guess. It would make the most sense. Easiest ways mm-hmm. to move around. But you've got to figure out how to juggle those guys. Like, does Cast like just move to the wing? Um, how do they find more grit in this lineup? And and that's the issue of, like, is Ridley Gregg really going to play now 14 minutes or 13 minutes a night or less? I, I hope not. Yeah, I don't want to see that. <clears throat> you got you find more grit. Unfortunately, it's, it's probably going to be at the draft. Of, of trading for you're going to have to and Ryan bonus is on the road right now and he's pro scouting. So right now I'll give you a great example. Look what Winnipeg did in the off season. They brought in some young hungry guys with tremendous upside. And look at the piece they gave up. They, they gave away Dubois who's now gone to LA. Uh, but look, look what, look what came over to, to Winnipeg's way. You got young players that play hard, play with pace I just think it has to be through really good pro scouting. You need to look at teams and put put the lineup up there for one more sec, Gavin. Throw that lineup up again. If you look at Ottawa's lineup, if and I'm pro scouting right now, you have to bring in some guys with some speed because they're if you watch them play right now, they're a slow hockey team. They play slow and they're soft. <laughs> so that's that's not a good com- that's not a good combo to have. So if I'm pro scouting right now, I'm I'm trying to identify young guys that can come in, be a part of this group, and for some reason, maybe it's not working out, and you're they're going to come here and provide a spark, because Tarasenko's not quick. Um, really, the only guy with with a ton of speed out there is is Joseph. Like he's your mm-hmm. guy, and he's not he's not overly physical. I know Greg's quick and Stutzel, but they're quick in different ways. So for me, that's what I would be doing: speed. And guys that play hard, um, and I'm not worrying about bringing back a, th- a 32-year-old Tarasenko that's not fast and and doesn't doesn't provide those other things. Yeah, I agree, completely agree. So it'll be, yeah, I'm interested to see how this plays out with Pinto returning because that'll be Sunday's game uh, against Philadelphia. So there's going to have to be some moves made. I just think there's going to have to be a trade done here soon to move mm-hmm. around some bodies to get people in yeah. their positions. I guess. Yeah, uh, something's coming. He just did a man. Oh, by the way, uh, my family now does the whenever I start to possibly say something, they're like, shh, 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 shh Wally, you're because you did that to me like three weeks ago or whatever, and now I get it all the time. Who, Lisa, Lisa gets you the shush? Oh, my daughter, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's running through the household, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess shush. that's amazing. 
You're getting shushed. It's your home for God's sake. You can't get well, no, no, not your anymore. Home. I'm just occupying space. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so something else I'd like to bring up to you that uh, is all part of all this stuff, and that's uh, they keep blowing leads, and I don't understand. Like I don't understand. I do get it because they're facing Stanley Cup champion, they're fa- uh, perennial Stanley Cup contender, but they they're just They've had leads, it feels like, in the last five, six games, and they just watch them go away. They led 4-2 against Colorado, and then they just, I don't know, I guess Colorado just decided to say we're not going to lose this game. I don't know, but they couldn't stop the they couldn't stop the charge, the onslaught. I, I, thought that, I thought that Colorado took it to a level. All of a sudden, they're like, hey, we're in jeopardy of losing to Montreal and Ottawa back-to-back. Let's just yeah. turn it up to the level that we're able to match. Or not a, or that Ottawa is not able to match. Like a couple, a couple players decided to make some plays and and turn the level up, and Ottawa had nothing for it. They just completely tilted the ice, didn't they, Yorkie? Did you watch that? I did. I, I just, I, I, it, it marvels me how McKinnon doesn't get more people talking about him for the heart. He falls right under the radar. Flies right under the radar, right? Eh? Like how? Like, did, like you watch this guy play, and he's on a different level. I'm sorry, and he and he plays hard too. Like he's like you look at a guy like a whatever Hughes for example tremendously skilled all kinds of talent but McKinnon can blow you up too like he can run you over like the the, the way he skates he is so powerful in those three Mm. strides that he oh it's watching him could you imagine your your key standing there on the PK in your four-man box McCarr just kind of brings it up, makes you all back up, and then drops it 60 feet to McKinnon, taking three strides full of speed. You're just going, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's I'm, like, if I'm I'm turning around, skating forwards, and going right to the post. <laughs> I am not like, getting beat inside. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, like they're lo- it's like loading up a cannonball like back in uh-huh. ancient war times, and you just let him go, and it's like, bam! He just comes at you a million miles an hour. Like it, it's, uh, it's He's so impressive. Ingress. Yeah, so just... Marvel. I I remember playing against him one time when I watched them drop it back, and he got four or five strides. I was like, I'm so glad I'm on a power play and not a penalty kill. I was like, I would throw a stick at the guy. I don't care. (laughs) It'd be it'd be a five on three so fast because I'd be protecting my stats. Oh god. Yeah. So those players took it to a level that they they couldn't match. They think think about what they have, though, Bob. Think while you think about what's on Colorado right now, arguably the second best player in the NHL, McKinnon. You've got the best defenseman in the game in McCarr, and you have probably the best complimentary player in the NHL. You can make an, you can make an argument for oh. dry cycles, like Miko Rantanen. Like people have, no, underrated. People yeah. have no idea how good this guy is. And then you've got the best complimentary number two defenseman in the league and probably Devin Taves. Like that yeah. team is stacked. And then you've got all yeah. these then they're, they're second tier guys like a Miles Wood and players like that. They play hard. Like, yeah. you got an $8 million, $6 million Ryan Johansson on coming at you after that, right? Forgot um, about him. And then you free, I, like, I, I did too until I watched the game. I was like, I haven't seen that guy since last summer. Where's he been? <laughs> he lives just over there. But <laughs> what, honestly, and, and you look at, like how scary they would be if they get Gabe Landeskog and Valerie Nachuskin back for playoffs like this. They go right to the top of the list again. And I, they're there without them. Um, yeah. You hope that Nachuskin kind of finds his way back and gets what he needs. And then Landeskog yeah. comes off. The, I don't know if he'll come off the IR if they're doing the Mark Stone and the Nikita Kucherov thing. But um, <laughs> I think it was Meth who commented. He had the same surgery and it never felt the same again. So um, yeah. it, it's a it's a long road. But. Yeah, put Gabriel Landeskog, your, your captain, back in that lineup, and they are the best team in the league. Yeah. They're done, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. So, so I'm not going to hold it against the boys. <laughs> so they yeah. just simply couldn't match the effort. No, but you're up four two. Like, mm-hmm. like it used to be in the NHL, especially under Jacques. And I know this is a whole different time frame. You would never surrender really a four two lead. You know why, though? Because I and I'll tell you the biggest reason why D did not join the rush like they do now. And D do not activate in the offensive zone like they do now. You it's McCars below the goal line sometimes Mm -hmm. just kind of just directing traffic. Um, 
so when you get into the zone and set up, especially against that line, like Sheldon Keith said, that's not natural. <laughs> like yeah. the yeah. way that they play just met, just has you on your heels all the time. And they finally said, ah, we should probably win one of these two so we can have a good rest of the road trip. And <laughs> took it to a level. <laughs> I don't know if they were going to Toronto next, but they were like, let's go. <laughs> I'll tell you the third reason. I'll tell you the third reason why to Bob's points you can't hook or hold in the modern NHL. I got a picture in my office. It's awesome. It's uh, where is it? It's, it's, it's in the basement right now. It's a picture of me and I'm basically water skiing on Mario Lemieux. I'm going for a ride. We got my <laughs> stick right in his, right in his chest. And cause late in the game, you could, as a D you could, you could, you could put your stick between a guy's legs. You could, you could grab them. Like now you can't do that stuff anymore. Like that's why you're well, seeing all these games. No, no, it doesn't make no no Yorkie like you can still learn to play D with uh, water skiing with guys and cross checking them. They just for whatever reason are not getting it done defensively. And here's and I'll explain have it to you, you seen, in my yeah go ahead. You got to have the boots to be able to play with those guys. And there's a couple guys on the Senators back end. Got it's asking a lot. It's asking yeah. a lot. Like uh, the so, way the boots are. I, t today's Wendy's, did you know, will help uh, try and explain some of this. Uh, it's time now for the Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Uh, shots on goal, goals against average, and points per game can make or break your week, but don't overlook the BPMM, the Wendy's Bacon Portobello Mushroom Melt. Sure, it may not help you win weekly prizes with Wendy's and the Daily Faceoff Fantasy, but unlike your prediction, it never disappoints. So try your luck, but don't push it because the Bacon Portobello Mushroom Melt is only back for a limited time, and if you miss it, you won't get a second chance. Sign up for the Daily Faceoff when a daily face off survivor pool today sponsored by wendy's and the wendy's app don't forget to download the wendy's app uh wendy's we keep it fresh all right so the ottawa senators have lost a league high five games in regulation with leading after two periods this season they're 12 and 5 the five losses ties already the franchise record and they've only played 39 games the nhl record for most regulation losses when leading after two periods is eight games which has been done eight times most recently by the 2016-17 avalanche I'm, it's just, it's mind boggling of where they're at. Plus, by the way, scoring four goals, they've lost the second most goals uh, games in the NHL when scoring four goals this season. Only the Islanders well, are. That's because the goalies have a 98.5%, whatever it is. Like, that's, let's, I, I, you can, can't keep I can give you four reasons, but you can keep putting it on the goalies to a degree. But um, oh, God. they're not, they're just, again, I had them in the playoffs. I overexpected out of them. They're just not a good hockey team. It's, a, like, it's not fun to say. I don't want to keep talking about what needs to be changed and what needs to be fixed because we've we've identified those things. It's just going to take time. There's going to be a shakeup. Yeah. I understand that the, they're giving up seven because they're giving up 12 to 15, 10 bellers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. You know what they People need? Talk about, to, this this is what they, they need. They need a time machine to fast forward to when Ridley Gregg has played three years in the league and Pinto's played three years in the league. Colorado was a really shitty team for a long time when McKinnon was young and it took a while. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't really count Ottawa's rebuild as seven years because some of those years don't count because the team wasn't being run properly and it wasn't being run with a vision and a plan. And you don't have a plan. It's pretty tough to get better. And now people are just going to have to be patient because there is a plan that's being built. And if you look again, and I'll go again, down the middle of the Ottawa Senators right now, that center ice position is extremely young. And they're going to get eaten up defensively on most nights. Prime example, Ridley Gregg playing great hockey, mismatched defensive zone, Kale McCarr. Shit, I've never seen that move before. And damn, that McCarr is fast. Put it, in, <laughs> put it in the memory bank. Note it. But then you get experience from that. That's how you get better. Um, Ridley Gregg has never seen a player like that, played against a player like that. That's how you get better. Unfortunately, the centers just need time, and they're going to need time to get better. And then you become a better team. And it's just, it's, it's unfortunately, that's where Otto is right now. And the, uh, the, the biggest thing, now they need to make the right route, the, the right moves to insulate what you have, and that's what will make the team better. And I'll just touch on that play. That so people will look at that, and and for those that don't know, the switch occurred when Makar activated wide, right? Ridley Gregg 
Ridley is following his guy up the ice. The center, the, the winger folds underneath. And that's where the, the switch can look different ways. And people that will watch that be like, why is that hard to figure out? Well, it's hard because the winger is the one that has to call it. That's not on Ridley Gregg, right? So he might not have had any communication. The winger has to call that switch. I got the guy with the puck coming over the top. You have to fold underneath. Where Ridley Gregg got stuck was that the winger is flat-footed. He can't help you in any situation. All he can do is try to cut the top off. So Ridley elected to stay with the puck carrier. The puck gets dropped. If the puck doesn't get dropped, it's a moot point. Ridley pushes him out of the zone or he dumps it back down and they start over. What happened was Ridley had a chance to make a decision, opted not to get beat to the middle of the ice. He left the outside of the ice. If that's not Kale McCarr, it might be a different situation on top of it, but he probably got no communication. And the danger of that is if I, if I stop there and I accept the rush from McCarr and the puck carrier keeps the puck, he's walking right down Broadway. So it's a, it's a very, you have to go through that switch thousands of times before you get it right. Every single time it's a, it's a young error, but whoever the winger was did not help him. Cause you can actually see there's no communication. The winger was just standing there. Um, and that's, that's, you know, that's learning to work together as well as pointing out a young player's mistake. I just want to give him a little slack on that because it's, yeah. it's a, it, it's a teachable thing. But if I'm, if I'm Ridley Greg, I'm talking to my winger saying, you got to be my ear. Like you, you are my eyes and ears. I'm, I'm committed to a puck carrier. If you see that defenseman activate, tell me to hit the brakes and and I'll readjust. So, and it is McCurr. <laughs> it's pretty. Good. Yeah, yeah, and and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. <laughs> like tonight, be, tonight hit playing the brakes tonight, and be flat footed. <laughs> yeah, like tonight playing against Montreal. There's no Kale McCars back there, so that's why Ottawa's yeah. going to win tonight. They're playing. Yeah, but Montreal's playing pretty well of late. Uh, they have been. We might as well go right. You know what? We'll go right into the lock of the day. Um, Let's do it. So, Montreal of late, uh, four, two, and two in their last eight games. They've won two in a row. Um, however, Ottawa's won the last six meetings with Montreal. And I don't know what that means or matters. I'm just hanging on to it <laughs> as the secret to success. Brady loves these games too, eh? Yes. And, and like, the crowd's always good, right, Bob and, and Yorkie, when yeah. you guys play? Like, they do enjoy this Montreal rivalry. Um, yeah. But I, Montreal's played some pretty good hockey of late. Well, Yorkie called his already, right? Is that what are you stuck with yeah. on your guys? Uh, this is the, this is the, uh, this is the, what do they call it? The elixir, the remedy that Ottawa needs for to, to try to, to start feeling good about themselves again, because right now, they're not feeling very good about themselves. I think this is perfect timing. Montreal trots into town. They've had great success. Uh, I, I, I think this, if I was going to throw down a lot of cash, this would be the game I'd throw it on the Ottawa Senators to win this one. I just think they're going to be ready. Uh, hopefully they get some saves. And I, and I think uh, I think they will beat the Montreal Canadiens handily. Whoa. Now, Montreal, by the way, for people who don't know, they did play last night in New Jersey. Excuse mm -hmm. me. How did they play? They played all right. I saw the goal, um, the one goal. Did they win? Yeah, they uh, was it Caulfield score, scored with three and a half to go, I think, for the winner. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. They gave up two power that, play yeah. goals, uh, a three two victory. Um, so, all right. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the boys. I'm gonna take the sense. That's a that's a tough travel. You get out of Newark, you gotta drive all the way to that airport, you gotta get in late. You won. You won a game that you probably shouldn't win, right? Against a team that's better than you. Um it's got all the it's got all the makings of a of a late start for them tonight. So I think the boys get up and and find a way. Well, this doesn't work. We can't keep picking the same team. But hmm. <laughs> he doesn't want to take the <laughs> just take Montreal. Come on. I don't know. Look at my you're, no. You're I, spiraling here too. I right? know. I that's ask. why I don't. <laughs> I I can't pick a team. I don't. I don't believe in Montreal to be able to. But. Oh. But do you God. believe in the sense right yeah, now? Yeah, I know. That's the <laughs> like, Let's be honest here. Okay. I will just, I will take Montreal. I like All it. Right. I like it. I was very it's a it's a it's a pillow flip. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's, it's a coin it's a coin toss. <laughs> like it's it's yeah, it's a like Montreal. Wait, who's, play, who, who's playing a net for both teams? Do we know? Uh Corpus Allo's in goal for Ottawa. 
And then uh, who is the backup in New Jersey <laughs> or New Jersey? Um, who played in New Jersey last night? Um, not Montembeau, is it? Hang on. Why can't you do anything? The boys have been peppering other goalies. Though. Like the, the guys are getting a lot of shots on goal right now. Would they have 40 against Colorado, right? Yep. There's Primo is of... confirmed. Prems. Uh, I don't know. Is he good? I don't know much about their, their young guy, young player. guy, lots of potential, big, big kid. Actually played with both his dad and his uncle. Played with Keith in Detroit and uh Wayne in Wayne. Calgary. Man, those are big. That's a big family. They just four, four, and one. All right, I'm I'm sticking with the Sens. They find a way. Yep. I like it. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, I feel like I'm forced to pick. You're not forced. You can take... You can take Ottawa. No, I need to make an, I need to make a move. <laughs> Got to get back on the. However, the, the chat all pick. I think it's seventy percent in the chat wants to see. Uh, will expects to see an Ottawa victory. Yeah, I I agree with them. I think it's they got to they they're going to bust out of it tonight. They got to win some games sooner or later. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Should they not have beaten Colorado? Who are they no. going to play? Who do they play Saturday? If you score four goals against Colorado, should, Winnipeg, they play on Saturday. You should, like, if you get a chance to score four on Colorado, you should win. Yeah, but when it, your goalies are rocking an eight, whatever it is, an 860. Okay. He had an 818. I think Sogard finished with 818 save percentage in that game. Six goals against on 33 oh, shots. Poor kid. You know what's, you know what's going to happen? What's the that? fellas are going to get the fellas are going to lose tonight and then they're just going to whack the jets on Saturday. That's how it's going to go. I just like, you just know it. The jets are going to come in and they're going to be like, Oh, matinee game. Like whatever. Holly yeah. Buck's going to have a day off. He's going to be sitting in the mezzanine, just chilling. And the boys are going to whack the jet. I just know it. It's exactly what's going to happen. They're not, they're not losing. The, they're not losing to Montreal. No, I'm Ottawa taking boys. four goals in six of the last seven games. What's uh, what's Brady? They, Ottawa's got to get back. To, <laughs> Ottawa's got to get. What's that stat you just said? Ottawa has given up four goals or more in six of the last seven games. Wow, that's pretty good. They got to get back to when. <laughs> that's pretty good. Brady, they got to get the like, like how long ago when Brady was? You want this? Like what happened to that? Where'd that go? Everybody told him to play lose to, to stop taking penalties. So he's just been, <laughs> yeah. he's going to be on it tonight because it's a rivalry game and he hates Montreal, but he's been a little subdued. And I think that's probably because they sat him down and said, we need you on the ice. And they took the edge away a little bit. Eh? I like, I, I like an angry Brady. I like angry yeah. Brady. I like a little, I like him just over the edge. He's got to just stop. You know what they're doing, Bob? And you, I've been in these situations where you, you, you're just thinking too much. You're thinking mm -hmm. too much and you're playing not to, not to lose instead of playing to win. Get, yeah. get back, no, I agree. Get, get back to just being a bastard out there. Like just, yeah. and I think Montreal will bring it out. That's why, that's why I'm taking Ottawa tonight. They're going to, it's going to, he's going to, he's going to lead and he's going to drag the boys into the fight. All right. So Hope you're right. If, would you bet on Brady being in a fight in the first 15 Ooh. minutes of this game. No. Who's he going to fight, though? No. Yeah, they well, don't it's have a pillow fight. Brady. 
Apparently. Is uh, Jack I is Jack I still in the minors? Is he still no. marinating down there? Uh, yes. Jarak or whatever. Um, Jack I. Wi-Fi. Yeah. And we yeah. can't let him fight him. Like you can't let him fight him. No. No. I don't mind seeing Brady put, have hockey fights at this point, but. I'm not wasting my time on that guy. Not no offense. Like he's, he's in the NHL. He's a capable player and he's big and he's strong, but there's just that trade-off does nothing for the sense. doesn't work. Yeah. But okay. Um, before we go, I've got uh, some serious questions about your uh, mental state, Bobby. Uh, I know it's snowing in uh, Nashville these days. I know <laughs> it's a state of emergency, but do you not own a shovel? I bought one today. So this is you yesterday, I, I believe, cleaning the driveway with a weight sled. Yep. I got bored. I said, the driveway has got to get done. Let's go old school. And you- I went out for 45 minutes for my outdoor workout. And then I did a 45 minute lift after. But I, I was like, this thing's got to I went and bought a shovel today. And then my workout today is going to be shoveling the sides of it for 45 minutes. A little core work, Yorkie. I told you guys, I'm, I'm on the elimination. I got to get I got to get down. I want to lose 15. How long is that driveway of yours? Like, is that an it's acre? Long, dude, it's long. <laughs> like, yeah. Why did you get such a long driveway? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> um, do you, you got a gate? Got, there, I think you, I got, you got the gate. Do you got the gate? No. With the doors? No, there's one going in. That's 100% happening. But um, it's got, I got a real big front yard and a real big backyard. And I wish they had put the house at the back because um, it's kind of an awkward setup. But the driveway uh, is long and it's great for like, it's probably 150, 200 yards, give or take. You pulled so, the, you, how many up and downs did you do with the, with the, with the sled? I lost count. It was over 12. Wow. It was over 12. I did. I didn't do that many backwards. I did a few backwards. Cause you know, you know, the backwards sled walks, the quads get burning pretty quickly Brilliant. and back. Yeah. It's a little uphill on the way back. The, that was the way I was going, but uh, downhill was a little easier. And I'm going to go do it again today. I should uh, I should send Gavin my workout today. Basically, throwing a stick for my dog to fetch and bring back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you another video of me out there today grinding, Wally. <laughs> so, are, are the were the legs burning after this? Uh, after the backwards ones, they were the front. Not too bad, actually. I got to be honest with you, because th- there is a there is a touch of ice. The sled kept getting heavier because the snow would pile on and get yeah. stuck in there. And then I'd have every four or five have to clean it out, lighten it up again. But it was a hell of a workout. It was 900 calories in an hour and 10 minutes. Wow. 900. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. I was burning, dude. It was a good one. Oh, nice. Just a solid 145 the whole way through. Uh, all right. Well, uh, mm-hmm. good luck trying to fight your way through all the major snow you have down there. <laughs> <laughs> Place it, man. They called school for five straight days for this Yorkie. They, Come on. I, I was doing 85 on the freeway. There's nothing on the road. Oh my God. Gavin, can I've you show the video like again? It. It's like four to six inches of snow. We, in our area, we got four and a half. So the surface streets are great. They're like the communities and the subdivisions are too icy. You see DeAndre Ayton for the Portland Trailblazers can't get to the game tonight. He's out of an <laughs> NBA basketball game due to icy roads. Come on. Uh, what a league. Uh, <laughs> but That's wild yeah it, it was four and a, four and a half inches five straight days no school but i thought about starting smoking <laughs> so, so now you know why i'm dragging sleds i'm exhausted oh, fair enough Lord. uh well then we'll uh we'll let you recuperate for the weekend and see you all back here monday 3 p.m have a great weekend guys Peace see you guys out. thanks for watching everybody Thanks for tuning in to Coming In Hot. If you enjoyed the show, hit that like button and be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. 
Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.